You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. And Neil. Welcome to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Potter. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number four C podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Laugh Button Network, thelaughbutton.com. Today's guest is a returning guest from show number 15 of this podcast. He's originally from New Brunswick, New Jersey. He's an actor, comedian, writer, and extremely unique individual, as I always tell my wife. <laughs> he is the host of the Comedy Cellar football show that you can watch on YouTube every Tuesday night. We waited 139 shows and three years to have him back. I said, I'll have him back when there's a pandemic. Whoops. It's Dave Juskow. Let's do it. Hey, Hi, everybody. How's your pandemic, Dave? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's the greatest. I hope it never goes back to normal. <laughs> I'm interviewing bats because I really want to make sure this lasts. <laughs> yeah, you, was, you were saying I'm how you're kidding. having a great pandemic. I really am. It's, I mean, it's really, it's quite remarkable. I, you know, I've been opening for Jim Gaffigan. How do you get that gig? He just calls you and goes, let's I was, do it. What, what happened was I was just driving Marina down to the gig because they were doing it at the racetrack over the summer where I usually go anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the first gig for all these cars was at the racetrack at the Monmouth uh, Park. And I go there all the time. So I'm like, I'll drive you down. <laughs> and um, then he said I could do... 10 minutes and then uh the guy was like actually can you do 15 minutes and i'm like i'm already stretching seven into ten <laughs> uh but and then when i got off i guess i did okay and jim was like you want to come again next week and the week after so and this is to people all kid. in their cars yeah 4, i mean they're not people they're not outside cars. they're they're all cars. in their cars yeah all in their cars listening to the radio <laughs> and how do you feel with the reaction where is it like a, well, a, a, a horn honks that, no, they're not allowed to beep their horns at Gaffigan shows, you know, except before and at, when you get on stage and off stage. So they sometimes flash their lights if I say I'm from Edison and then I see some flashing lights oh, in uh, New Jersey. Oh, my God. That but, cracks me up. There's so many good bits. Like, does a car drive off if they're unhappy? <laughs> you drove so them. Instead of you twice, walk them. But, instead of you walk well, them, you drove them. <laughs> well, you hear the uh, the ignition go on and then you know they drive <laughs> Hey, you in the uh, you in the Buick? What did I say? <laughs> they only hired me because I'm used to not getting any reaction, so it was very easy it for me to just continue you. with the material. And how do you feel? Like, how do you, you like walk off and you're like, that was pretty, like that was fun. They you don't hear people laughing. What what is no, that? You, so what happens is like a, there's always in the front, the fir- the front row only. They always have people like in their hatchbacks kind of like sitting outside uh, or if they have a truck, a flatbed truck, uh, they can actually be in that. <laughs> and you rely on those four people <laughs> for reactions. <laughs> Even if they're just smiling, you feel better. But every time I got on, I kept saying, 
there are people on these cards. This isn't an elaborate joke. Because <laughs> I can see Gaffigan definitely doing that. <laughs> That's amazing. You're, at the beginning of the pandemic, you had a little bit of a problem because you thought you had brain issues, and it turns out it was your mask. Yeah, no, I thought the doctor misdiagnosed me, the quack at the city MD, with a heart attack. <laughs> so that's what well, you that's and I a were texting big... at the hospital because the last time we thought somebody had a heart attack, they ended up dying, right. <laughs> which was Vic Henley, our yeah. good friend. Um, so I texted you and told you, you're not going to believe this, I'm having a heart attack. But it wasn't that. I was bleaching my mask every day. I used the same mask <laughs> for two months. And apparently that was slowly killing me. Oh, my God. Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Wait, so you're at the city MD. He goes, you're having a heart attack. They call the ambulance and you go to the hospital? They called the ambulance. I said, oh, I'll walk there. I'm sure I'm not having a heart attack. This guy's crazy. I mean, he's like, well, don't you feel your pulse rate or your heart beating fast? I'm like, I do now that you told me I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> oh, that's like my worst so nightmare. So I walked to the hospital and uh, it was so ridiculous. And I called my friend Alina, who's a nurse, and She's like, I'm sure you're fine. And I kind of remember my doctor saying, my EKGs are, I'm freakish, and they work a different way. And fortunately, they called my doctor, and he said, oh, no, no, he's like that. And there was no issue. It was just, uh, <laughs> I only went there because I was feeling dizzy, and I was suffering from headaches. But that's because I was slowly poisoning myself. Oh, my God. Oh, that's kind of funny. Meanwhile, that's I'm trying to have this doctor... Kicked out of the medical profession. And you're you're actually having a good pandemic, though, because now I, you live through uh, that and you realize right. you're bulletproof. So now you go open for Gaffigan out wherever. Oh, it, it's better than that. I'm opening for Gaffigan. Um, then I just got a gig like, a, like you know, working with some uh, a new Nickelodeon show. Really? And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm working. I think I'm doing some consulting work for the Jets and the Giants. <laughs> Like, like all this stuff just kind of everything's going great for me. That's why I can't have it end. Because <laughs> the, the jig is up. Is that it? Well, They'll the figure world out. It's clearly turned upside down where Dave Juskow is prospering. <laughs> and where Dave Juskow and Neil Potter are prospering. I know. I almost <laughs> said I feel the same way. Like, what yeah, the hell? Right? So yeah. We don't want it to go back. Yeah, because all these other people won't leave their house. So we're like, I'll go outside for that. Well, that's. I open. Uh, every time I open the, the Gaffigan gigs, I go. You know, I've been asking to open for Jim. We've known each other for a long time, for 20 years. And he said, just like you said at the beginning, I'll tell you what, if every comic comes down with some sort of strange virus, you know, <laughs> on that day, yeah. they get to number 99 on the yeah. list. You're Who's like, left? got there. They're all dead. Plus, Who's um, left? Just Gow. What? Yeah, exactly. Well, that I was uh, telling Liz down at the comedy cellar, so it, it would be so funny if somebody came from the, like, 1996 in a time machine. <laughs> And so the exact same people sitting at the comedy cellar as normal, like, well, where's Jessica? He didn't make it? Oh, uh, no, no, he's opening at the Philadelphia Film <laughs> uh, What? No, I mean... Because, because, because Sam Morell called me on the Saturday night of the two weeks ago. for He's like, oh, come down to the cellar. I'm having some people down for my birthday. I'm like, Sam, it's a Saturday night. I'm yeah. working. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like a joke. It that's really funny. does feel like a, a, a strange so dream. That's I'm so sure everybody's feeling it. Now, that's for... Our audience, they they don't know that. I mean, some of them know. Maybe we talked about this first time. You write, you rewrite movies into these stage readings, and they're hilarious. And they would do these like you know every quarter at the um, Comedy Cellar, like you did The Godfather, you did Grease, you've done Love Actually. Has has this pandemic 
uh, given you time to write new ones to to perform when people come back? It's funny. I've been. Uh, Lenny's I, asking I, for a I, part. I, I don't know if book. you heard that. He, Lenny's asking for a part in the next one. That's what he was really doing. <laughs> I'm going to be too busy Lenny now. In. I'm going to be too busy now. But I always put Lenny in. Yeah. So. That's true. Um, that uh, true. I actually wrote a book instead. Really? Um, yeah, I wrote a cat book. <laughs> I, well, mostly it's out of spite um, from my friend whose wife writes cat books, and she <laughs> autographed one as a favor to a friend, and it was just like, you know, to Varen from such and such. And that was all she wrote. Like, there was no, like, I think you're possum too or something. Yeah. I got so angry <laughs> that I wrote my own cat book where my cat and I solve crimes together. And oh, I, um, I like that's, that. that's what I did with my time. It took me like a month. I it's like that. You sold it? Uh, no, I'm, I'm giving it to a publisher soon. I have somebody who's, you know, interested. Uh, but um, I'm such a poor writer. Like, the story and the characters are good, but I gave it to a copy editor. And she was like, let me, I just want to, this is, you know, it's okay, but you were just kidding when you said it was not written by a third grader, right? I mean, <laughs> apparently the mechanics are so poor. Uh, so she's got to, like, rewrite a lot of uh, it. You could just it say like it's written by an adult. <laughs> I did it on purpose. Yeah, when are those shows all you're doing, are gonna, when are they going to be on Netflix? I just saw, Co- I've been watching Cobra Kai, and I'm like, okay. Oh, I just started that last night. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I'd never seen The Karate Kid before. Oh, did you? What? So, so my sister and my brother-in-law said, you have to watch that first. Yeah, you and have then to. watch the first 10 minutes of Karate Kid Part 2. <laughs> right. So I was waiting for the Karate Kid Part 2. I had it recorded to come on, you know, HBO or something. And it came on Monday night. So I was I was watched the first ten minutes and then I just watched go for the first two episodes last night. When um when when we did work, when we were you were in you're in between regular jobs or you're never going back now, how what's your feeling? Like Oh you, yeah, no, it's fantastic. I mean, yeah, so it's so weird. I got fired from a job of twenty years working at that stupid law firm. What did you do there? Years. What did you do there? Were you a paralegal? No, I was a document services uh, manager. I was in a management position, uh, and I used to do filings for the SEC. Oh, wow. Uh, I know. It it doesn't make any sense that it was. Yeah, I used to be in all these meetings and stuff every day after we'd all perform at the cellar. It was very odd (laughs) to be at like a 930 (laughs) meeting with all these people. They're very serious. it was, yeah, very serious, a very odd life. Lawyers, needed, but, all lawyers. You know, I got fired for trying to kiss that receptionist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> After. Or as they call it. They used to call it back, remember, a year ago, Me Too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares about that anymore. <laughs> anyway, uh, Wait, we'll get back to that right I know. after the it, pandemic. It's so crazy. I mean, I mean... They've been af- they've been trying to fire you for years, right? For yeah, some of for the high years. Yes, I got suspended multiple times. You know, they, the HR director tried to kill me at the office Christmas party. <laughs> of course, we all we all are this, familiar with that those stories. But yeah, is, so wait, wait, wait. Got, is is this true? You once sent a fat lady a cake. No, I sent her a box of Hostess Twinkies. If I remember correctly. <laughs> for her birthday. And everybody was really angry at me for doing it, and she was like, "Oh man, my favorite." So. Ah, there you go. You know, I know oh what they. God. I know what they're looking for. That's not the girl you try to kiss. No, that's the one I told her she had AIDS. I really couldn't stand her. <laughs> she had like some stuff on her arms, and we thought that. Remember the bed bug scare of oh, uh, yeah. 2011? Uh, yeah. <laughs> How does the? Uh, she had all these. 
things on her arms we thought were bed bugs. And I'm like, it's probably AIDS. And then I got in trouble for that. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, well, how did I, they, they just I hated sent her. You... She was a horrible human being. The fact <laughs> that she works there only because she's fat. When she's gone and she would go to the reception, somebody should shoot Obama in the face. And it says all these horrible things. She hates Jews, blacks, and gays in that order, I believe. And yet she still works there. And drives me nuts. Oh, man. Well, how do they do it? They let they sent you a letter or an email? No, no. They came into my office, my office, and said, you're terminated, fucker. Just like in the, the Terminator movie. That's what they, they He said, it, you, you're terminated as of today. You have oh. to leave. Oh, wow. And then my best friend at the office had to walk me out. It was so messed up. It was just like in a movie. My friend who I'm still friends with now, my friend Joe, he had to walk me out of the office. He was like in tears. And and I said, (laughs) I said, you know, I couldn't stop. I was like, eh, you know, these things happen every five years. You know, it cleans out the old blood. What are you going to (laughs) do? I was thinking. Godfather, of course, because I can't help myself. (laughs) I was thinking this is why the pandemic happened, because you're like, I curse everybody in this place. And then, boom, the pandemic hit. Well, it's funny because I was thinking that, like, God, I mean, you know, if you listen to my podcast after that happened, I was almost suicidal. Really in a bad place. Um, and because I always think, you know, God hates me, God hates me. And I think why I'm so <laughs> in a different world in my head now is because God clearly hates everyone. <laughs> so it's not just me. That's what the pandemic, the fires out west, the hurricanes, they're yeah. all showing me it's not about me. No, I know. It's That's literally... so funny because this morning I read an article that there was like, Somewhere in like New Mexico, like three thousand birds fell from the sky, and I'm like, yeah. oh, the whole oh world. God. I know it. It made me just the go, true, okay. The true sign of the apocalypse, let alone <laughs> the cicadas came back this you... year in certain places. Those only come out every seventeen years. They have to come this year. I we know, put it's this all guy. There. We put this guy in office and literally opened the Pandora's box. That's yeah. that's the story. Jeez, you know you're right. Yeah, it's yeah. true. And it's exactly what's happening. I didn't even think about that. You're all like, right. Oh my god. The one horrible, most horrible thing that's happened during this pandemic is the Henley did pass away. Vic Henley. You must have one. Give me one. You have two minutes. Give me one great Vic Henley story. Well, I mean, <laughs> I was at the track. Yeah. And every story starts that way. So, um, yeah, I was at the horse track one day and uh, he was dating Victoria at the time. And she's a you know down the shore person. And I had won at the track. So I called him and I'm like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, just get over here. <laughs> And he introduced me to, like, all these girls, and one of them became my girlfriend for, like, a year. But it was really funny because we, we hadn't really hung out that much. I mean, obviously, we knew each other for a very long time, but we never, like, really hung out. And he was so kind. He was really trying to help me out with the ladies. And he's like, oh, everybody loves Jeff's gal. <laughs> and it, and it, it was so great. And then, you know, and then we became closer, uh, you know, after that, which was real nice. And what a terrific guy. Not a bad bone in his body, and it's just so weird that he died during this, but not of the virus. Well, they, you know, maybe. Yeah. They well, there was, there was, I think it was he died some... of stupidity because yeah, he didn't want to go to the doctor after you get hit by a car. Yeah, that was you know, a weird. Dummy. He had a lot of he had a lot of weird conditions going around, and he and it all happened at the worst time. So. Yeah, exactly. It happened at the best time. I have a picture of him on my refrigerator, and every time I go by, I'm like, dummy. <laughs> nice. I'm mad at nice. him for dying. He'd and laugh. He'd, he'd probably laugh at that too. Yeah. I know. But what, and and Lenny, would I not have him on this the show I did last night? Oh my the, god! In two right? seconds, I, he was the best it, guest of any person in the world. Uh, 
drives yeah. me crazy. He was uh, just a, a wonderful guy. It's a, it was a real that was a real tragedy. Yeah, yeah, he was he was great. Oh, you got to put some gravy on that. Yeah, put some <laughs> Neil's. We're gonna put some gravy on that shirt. And uh, Vic coined that phrase. Well, actually, Neil coined that phrase. But Vic was the one that went around the country. We gave him this catchphrase that instead of <laughs> get her done, story. and we we gave him a catchphrase called "put some gravy on that," and he sold shirts for us. Called, Shut up! Yep, really? Yeah. Oh, he oh, was that's so awesome. Oh, yeah. it was so Put much some fun. gravy on that. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was awesome. All right. Well, all, you know, just one other thing with his, he was such a good storyteller. That one that he tells after doing um, the not the Borat one, the follow up. Uh, yeah, yeah. He told that on the podcast. It was great. Oh God, isn't that wonderful? When he's in the parking lot, he's like, "Well, I, I, I don't know what's going on. I thought it was a scam too." <laughs> yeah. All right. The yeah. second corner I want to do today is uh, movies. You're a movie buff. You basically know every line to a lot of I different movies. I never saw the Karate Kid before, and never saw, so now yeah. I'm not so sure. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen on uh, Project Power, that's like a, one movie that came out this summer, right, Neil? That was kind it of a hit. came out, yeah, in August. was on Netflix, uh, Project Power with Jamie Foxx. No, I don't watch movies like that. <laughs> <laughs> Only classics? Yeah, during this pandemic, uh, did you just go crazy and like have a list of movies that you wanted to... No, no? I'm not that... No, I... <laughs> you guys have no idea. <laughs> I sit and... I mean, great, uh, Lenny, you, what, is, uh, what do I want? I'm watching The Nanny. I'm looking for oh, a repeat of Greg Rogel's performance in the nanny in three and four. I'm on his podcast, <laughs> on his on Zoom show, on his Zoom show. I don't know how many people are watching this, but he's showing clips from his phone from my wedding, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's embarrassing!" And then he goes to the next one. It's Rogel in the nanny when he was 22. <laughs> oh, that's funny. yeah, yeah. But I love that. That's what I watch. I watch a lot of TV shows. I'm up at three in the morning. I can't commit to a movie because I'm like thinking, no, I got to go to sleep. So I don't want to commit to a movie. So I'll just watch half hour increments of Family Matters and The Nanny, whatever's on at three or four or five in the morning, two broke girls. That's what I watch sometimes until I All right. you know, can really be awake and say, OK, I want to watch. What was the one? The Expendables. Is that the Stallone one? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, I gotta see this first one since there's three. Okay, <laughs> are you going? I heard that Francis Ford Coppola is going to re-edit Godfather Three. Are you going to watch the new edit? Absolutely not. This guy still doesn't get it. <laughs> he's so obsessed with his legacy yeah. that he's already ruined. I mean, think about this idiot. You know, he obviously made these two classic movies and yeah. three if you count Apocalypse Now. I mean, real classics, right? right. That's when you just retire. Just let it go. <laughs> but this guy's re-edited The Cotton Club, and he's re-edited, um, uh, what's the other, uh, 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 another one besides Godfather 3. He's re-edited three of his movies. And you the, know, would, it, would Woody Allen ever do that? No. <laughs> no. It's a weird it's thing. It's totally he, unacceptable. He obviously knows he made bad movies, and this is not... This isn't going to be good. Did you hear what Sofia Coppola said about this? No. She said, hey, I'm sorry, everybody, because he says, it, he's like, the re-editing will help the Sofia Coppola problem, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing to say about your daughter. Yeah, and she, she was goes, horrible. Hey, I apologize. You know, like, um, I didn't think it was that big a deal. when he, I didn't want to act. He told me to do it. I didn't think it was a big deal because she grew up with these movies. Right. So... To, to her, The Godfather wasn't this legendary, you better not mess this up. Right. She's just like, no, these are family films. It's totally cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's you can't true. blame her. <laughs> no, you can't blame no, they're making Godfather a TV series. Yeah. They, yeah. they are? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah I think well, I read did that. you hear why? I mean, actually, there's a good reason why he had to make Godfather 3. Um, mm -hmm. I remember this in 1989. 
reading it in like the Daily News one day, that John Travolta and Sylvester Stallone had somehow gotten the rights to do Godfather 3, if you can believe it. Sylvester Stallone directing, John Travolta was going to be in it. Oh, shit. And that is why Francis Ford Coppola, oh, oh, no, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh, wow. They forced (laughs) it. So we can't really blame him. Oh man, and, those you know, guys both. Robert Duvall, whatever he wants. Wait, They're did involved. John Travolta and the other and uh and uh, Stallone they read for the original Godfather roles? No, not Stallone. That, no, I don't think about. I don't think that. Oh, they no. were just. Um, they just wanted. To I do don't it. think so, but I'm okay. not positive. Dave, will you do this bit for me, please? What What's the bit? Um, the Brady Bunch one. Yes. <laughs> yes tell I Neil can. this bit. I've been trying to tell this <laughs> Neil this bit for. So so as we know, the Godfather. Wasn't supposed to be what it was. They were just making a regular movie, uh, and they're and they're on the Paramount lot where they shoot the Brady Bunch. <laughs> I already and, love it. And Greg has said this in the book. It was an amazing time to be there. They were shooting the Godfather over there. It was unbelievable. <laughs> and so Robert Reed, as we all know now, hated being on the Brady Bunch. Yeah, I mean, he father. resented it because for Mr. Brady. Such a, yeah, Mr. Brady. He just hated. He was so angry, which of course makes him such a tool. <laughs> yeah. You know, you just you know you. You die for a part in anything when you're an actor, right? That's what right. you're supposed to be. So that's what made him two-faced. And he'd get drunk, and he was such a jerk. <laughs> and so it must have been even worse when he used to go out, you know, for lunches on the same lot, and Al Pacino is there, and they're eating together. <laughs> and they're like, what do you got going on today? He goes, oh, we're going to kill the heads of the five families. It's going to be really, like, one of the greatest scenes maybe ever. And he goes, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm going to stop Greg from smoking today. Uh, it's going to be many of stuff. And so then it gets worse because, you know, who knows what's happening. Uh, Robert Reed's probably good luck with that. And then, of course, The Godfather becomes The Godfather. But the worst part is The Brady Bunch went until 1974. So they were definitely filming Godfather 2 <laughs> while The Brady Bunch was still going. So then he must have been like, Damn it, yeah. <laughs> that all... And that put him over the edge where he actually started drinking on the set. That's oh. my theory. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> no, he was a miserable person, I think. Yeah, right? yeah miserable. Oh, man. Um, I was watching. And, and it can't be good to be a homosexual and have to keep kissing Florence Henderson all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why do we have to be the ones in the same bed? It's oh, so man. funny. The, gay, the gayest man in the world has to play like the perfect dad. Like I, I, you know, think about it the opposite way for us. Like, imagine if we like just had to kids be in bed and kiss dudes. <laughs> oh, man, there, I think about it all the time. There was this movie. I, I'm obsessed with this movie. I wanted to see it with Neil when it came out into the uh, what's the small cinema, the Independent Cinema. What was oh, yeah. the one on 62nd so, Street? The, the, uh, the Lincoln, yeah, the Lincoln, Lincoln Cinema, Center. which they were supposedly yeah. you know reviving. Somebody bought it and they were going to make it. You know, they were going to fix it up. Yeah, I thought that I, they were doing that. We love those movies. Those small movies and like the angelica yeah like the angelica yeah. those are where the cool movies are i think you know i can't watch another Sometimes I, I used to see those a lot back in the day in the 80s yeah and I, you know my my friend lawrence lerman used to uh you know write for those you know review those movies so we went to a lot of the ones i would never ever have known myself <laughs> yeah and one one of the ones i was obsessed going to and i never got to see it was this movie about brian de palma just called De palma and it's now on, like, I think it's on Netflix, so you can go watch this movie. I've been telling Neil, you got to watch this. If you like any of his movies and some of the stuff that he had to do to make it in the business and the guys he hung out with, it's, I'm telling you, Dave, watch this movie. It's well, two actually, hours. He just talks to a, camera. I've been a huge fan of his for a long time. Again, that guy Lawrence was obsessed with him. So we were into him really early on, and 
you know, we obviously, you know, we liked Dress to Kill and right. even Blowout, which wasn't very good. No, you Blowout know, was, the, I love Blowout, but it's funny, it, the critics hated it, it because of the ending, mostly. Like, the studio yeah, hated him good, because of the ending. Scream. Good screen. Yeah, he was so, great. He <laughs> said Travolta was great in it. You know, he 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 thought he was tremendous in I it. I no problem. Let alone uh, Carrie is amazing, right? right? So that's so it, still completely watchable. It opens and, with Carrie and Dave. You need to see this because it's like your joke. The reason I made you do the bit about the Godfather and the Brady Bunch because it connects a lot of these movies. They were casting. Um, he was casting that movie Carrie while they were casting. Um, another huge movie. Um, I want to say Coppola was doing Godfather, so they had people like going back and forth. So he would that see that can't be that can't be right. Well, then that's, it's another the movie. Doesn't work. Then it's another movie because like William Cat. What was he in? Was he Jaws? Was there no? That's not maybe William it was Cat Jaws. Was in- maybe it was Jaws. They were casting Jaws at the same time. I'd have to watch it again. Uh, but, but I'm telling you, that doesn't work either. But yeah. go on. But they show the casting in it. And um, they're showing, you know, they're showing the, um, you know, the test reels from these guys. And you realize, like, oh, my God, he was bringing in William Cat, who became greatest American hero. Right. And he was and uh, like, OK, they didn't like him for whatever that other movie was, Jaws or whatever. But they did use him in Gary. So it's like it's crazy how all these things. Wait, in, in Gary, is that what you said? Gary. Oh, Carrie, William Carrie. Well, he was a Broadway guy. He was in Pippin. You know, he's the original one. Ah, okay. So they were they were going. It's it's pretty it's pretty amazing the stuff. But my favorite story in this is he made a movie called Obsession in 1976, and it's Cliff Robertson and Juliette Binoche, right? And they realize as they're going through, she's stealing the movie, right? She's amazing, yeah. and he's getting mad, <laughs> apparently, and he's being such a dick on the set to the point where Neil, you'll love this. He's shooting a shot and he's giving her nothing. So if he's got to say, I love you. <laughs> I love you. On purpose. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're talking okay. about uh, the Cliff Robertson. Robert Cliff, Cliff Robertson, Robertson, the right. actor, right? And to the point where he's moving his eye line, he would be looking at the wrong place. So she, he would drift his head to like the left. And so she would kind of try and catch his eye. So her eye line is wrong in a lot of shots, but he can't correct it because... You know, he's just Cliff Roberts is just fucking with her. Cause, what a dick. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's unbelievable. So that he knows they can't use her stuff. They got to use him. Kinda, yeah, he's got to wow, use his. Wow, what whatever happened to that guy? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, quite that. Nobody wanted to work. But this I, reminds me of the uh, that Shining documentary where they all hated Jolie Duvall. Oh, they did. <laughs> That's oh funny. my god! This is one of the greatest documentaries I've ever seen. Because I think it was only made to make Shelley Duvall look like a dick. Who made by it? By Kubrick's daughter. Ah. Uh, they hated her. They made her look horrible. <laughs> and it's, it's like they have James Mason comes to the set one day and he, oh, I'd like you to meet Jack Nicholson. And, like, and, and she's like, I don't understand why they didn't say hello to me. I mean, I was standing right there. <laughs> it's really it's really funny. Oh, and then you just see Kubrick yelling at her the whole time. It, it's like 20 minutes long. It's fantastic. They're um, also before we uh, end this segment. They're remaking. I hate remakes, Dave. That's my big pet peeve. That some of these just drive me nuts. Planes, trains, and automobiles is the next one up. Oh, like, shut why? Up. Why oh. would you remake this? Well, that's the thing. It depends on what the remake is. Why would you make a remake of that or Back to the Future or something that's already you know? 
Oh, God, you're right. I like, mean, they've tried Willy Wonka twice already. It drives me nuts. Like, Tim Burton can suck a big one. Like, it was brutal. You know, it's funny. When they when they were going to do Planet of the Apes, I'm like, that's not a bad idea for a remake. They could make it a little different, even though I love it. But, yeah, but this is, that's ridiculous. Planes, trains, and automobiles, it's not, it's not that it's a good, it's about the performances. So, Oh, that's uh, that's really disheartening. Well, I always think that that Hollywood, all all the executives have this computer thing, and it it shoots up. Once a generation rolls over, it shoots up the movies of that year, which ones to remake. Like, Uh every seven years, they have some formula where, like, the generations have forget. After seven years, everybody forgets that movie so that we can redo these movies because they're constantly coming back and back and back. Well, I realized Vince Vaughn was a hot actor at one time, right? There's nobody hotter than Vince Vaughn. But they remade Psycho, and the big thing was it's going to be a shot-for-shot remake. I'm like, okay, why? Why? You know how many people saw it? Three. Well, (laughs) here's here's the worst part. Lenny, yeah. uh, they're going to make that planes, trains, and here's what seems to happen. They're going to remake planes, trains, and automobiles, yep. and then it's going to be somewhat popular, so they're going to make planes, trains, and automobiles too, mm. just like what they did with Psycho. <laughs> I don't know. They, and, they, and, and, and 21 Jump Street. Or <laughs> I know. You know. I mean, yeah. they, they become successful because I guess we're old men, and people do like... I don't, who are they... Did they say who they're planning on maybe thinking of for playing Strains and Automobiles? Uh, they do have it. I yeah, just it's don't Kevin have it Hart and Will Smith. Oh, yeah. There you go. Kev- oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could stand another Kevin Hart movie. <laughs> um, what about The Longest Yard? They read me that with Sandler. And it wasn't horrible. It wasn't yeah, a bad... Yeah, no, that's okay. You know, I didn't have a problem with that one. That You know, it just, that didn't... That's not... But it's, you know, it's a... a- it's one movie, but when they make be. it, it's all about the zeitgeist of the times when you make that movie. You know what I mean? I agree, but the other thing is somebody like Sandler, when I hear he's going to do it, I, I just get the feeling it's actually in good hands because he respects the original. Yeah. Because he's like us. Yeah. What it, about Pink Panther what, with Steve Martin? Yeah, no. That was surprising. <laughs> Why Steve Martin would want to take that job. Meanwhile, what happened? They made a goddamn sequel. Yeah. I know you're right. They yeah. did it, it, so it did make tons of money. It did make money. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're we're unfortunately wrong about this. Well, my no gen- because my my nieces, they only know Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. When I talked about yeah. Peter Sellers as Pink Panther, they're like, "Why would I watch that? That looks yeah, awful." Yeah, and quite frankly, I can't sit through the Peter Sellers ones. They're a little slow for me. So the Steve Martin one wasn't too bad. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. I just don't know why he would want to take that risk. You know. Yeah, no, it, it is weird. But yeah, I guess I don't know. This is weird. For a, a, a comic actor to take on a legendary comic actor's, uh, uh, you know, he buys a like lot that. of art. He, he must need it. money. <laughs> um, okay, so last thing, real quick, a new Bond movie's coming out. Daniel Craig is he turning over the reins to a woman being the next no, Bond? No, no, no. I know, how, I know exactly how it's going to be. They're they're trying to tease us and make us look stupid. Oh, okay. Uh, because I was about to uh, lose your mind. Go to London and talk to the people, <laughs> the Broccoli was, Brothers. No, or... what happened? What's happening is it opens with, I guess he retires, and then it opens with a new 007 being this woman, and mm. then it, it'll go back to normal, like after the opening sequence. I see. Okay. He comes back. Please, don't even... <laughs> I had to do the research on this, because I was about to give up on James Bond altogether. James Bond can't be a woman! <laughs> Sorry, ladies. Yeah, it's, but it's this a, is the stuff on. I've grown up on. Ugh. Oh, all right, with that, that's all we have left. Let's not frustrate Dave any longer in this segment. <laughs> but that was fun. Um, well, do you see? Wait, just do you see what I posted yesterday with that the uh, the lady at the Goldfinger lady? Yeah. Remember when we were on the show yesterday? Yeah. That said, the, the woman who they painted gold, Neil, 
uh, she got repainted at the age of 78 the other day. <laughs> and? It was very funny. She looked good. She okay, looked good. wow. She looks great for 78. Third segment is where I want to talk football with you since we have you. You do you hit a the football bell? show. Yes, I did. You oh. ignored it. So um, the third segment is about the NFL. Um, first of all, Dave, we had you didn't do your pool this year. We talked about a little bit about this last night on your show, which is now I know that is the NFL going to play a full season? That's what you were worried about. Yes or no? Yes. You think they're going to make it all the way through playoffs and the whole shebang? I think there's something about the NFL that's different than the other sports, and uh, people just care too much. <laughs> so like, the, they, like they're going to have to do it because it gives people hope. Uh, that's for sure. I mean, the, all of sports gives people hope. That's why they're doing them. Yeah, Big Ten football is coming out uh, now. Although for a while, I really didn't want anything to come back because it was kind of nice not having any sports and going back to doing other things and being productive. Oh, God. <laughs> God, no. This is my only is lifeline. I can't suck. go do anything. Yeah. No, it's it time does take suck. up a lot of your life. I mean, I'm know. watching. I mean, I watched hockey last night playoffs. No. I watched baseball, and I watched well, the basketball playoffs, playoffs. Have always been amazing. Hockey playoffs are where they're still you know, amazing. Where, yeah. yeah, where you want to watch. You know, if you haven't watched hockey, hockey playoffs are the best. But uh, now, I guess the basketball would be awesome because Clippers Lakers should be very entertaining. <laughs> yeah, not no? so fast. That's yeah. not for you. Yeah. Oh, it's Den- I hate the no, no, Lakers, no. So. The Clippers lost last night, Dave. Denver. Oh, they in. did. Yeah, it's Denver and. Oh, Lakers. I thought I. Oh, I must have been dreaming that they won. I, said, oh, shit, I didn't know. <laughs> I thought you were kidding. That's why we went. No, out. no he knows. Kidding. I could have sworn I was listening to the fan today, and I thought I must have been half asleep. No, then. I thought they said the Clippers handily won. No. Handily, no. They got crushed. The Denver uh, one. Oh, so it was the other. T- oh, crap. I must have wanted to hear that because that's what everybody wanted. The Nuggets ruined it for everyone. Are they going to be? It's going to be fun to watch. Neil thinks it's going to be a blowout, but I think I, this guy Jokic is, is a problem. But he was a problem because Clippers are oh, I short. Can't stand the Lakers. I guess that's why I was dreaming that well, hopefully the Clippers LeBron is win the all. man. All right. So you think they'll play a foot season? What do you think of Tom Brady in Tampa? He's he going to be. He's got Gronkowski with him. Do you think they're going to do anything? I do. I absolutely think they'll go like, I think they'll make the playoffs. I think they won't make the playoffs. And I think Tom really? Brady will be proven. It's over, Tom. It's I over, think, wow. Tommy. I think they make the playoffs. If he could still play, there's well, no way New this, England lets him go. They could no be way. a seven seed this year and make the playoffs. Yeah, that's right. They have an extra thing. The Steelers oh, are all that's true. Wait, my question is, will you, will you tailgate before the end of the year? I'm tailgating on Sunday. <laughs> we, we're, we're tailgating in Maplewood, New Jersey at this guy's house. In the driveway? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> will, will, we, will you tailgate at the stadium? No. no oh, he can't. They won't we'll, let him in. They won't let him in the No, stadium. but will yeah, that change? I'm saying in. by the end of the year, will that change? No, that's not changing. Come they're letting people... So, they're, uh, Lenny, you no, don't think so? No, but no. Jacksonville let in 15,000 people. Or that's in Florida. That's in Florida. <laughs> we know how that works. Yeah. They're dumb. They're and like again, Pan- last night I showed Lenny the picture of Kansas City and how they were tailgating, which looks pretty well set up, quite frankly. Well, for yeah, there was a lot of people at that stadium too. Yeah, twenty-two yeah, percent. And for baseball, they may do the same thing since it'll be in Texas. The playoffs. Some of the baseball players are in Texas, and they might let twenty-two, sixteen thousand. It's funny that Texas and Florida have the biggest counts, and yet they just keep opening stuff well, they're up. They're just but the dumbest people the on earth, go. is what they, yeah, they are. are. They're dumb. 
but maybe that's the right way to do it and just keep things going everything keeps spiking and they just don't care they Perhaps let people just the, die that ran, it's ridiculous that, you know that we might have to try that too what are we gonna do you know we gotta open up stuff and just take our chances it's open they, it's open you well, don't take your chances it's funny because i say we do the uh, when i first thought new york was shutting down i thought they're gonna blow off the bridges and and not let us off off this island but i say we switch and and blow up the bridges and keep us on the island i and agree <laughs> i don't want people coming back from long island all right so neil the steelers they won they beat the giants this week what do you think are they gonna have a, yeah you i think, saw it are they back yeah the the best thing about the steelers is that the patriots are don't have brady and because bell that's who kills the steelers every, every year they're gonna win the super bowl until they play the patriots and then it's all you don't think terrible. they'll have trouble with the ravens I think they will, but not like they do with Belichick. Belichick just makes Tomlin look silly every year. It's like thirty-five to three in the first quarter, and then they just are they playing the Patriots this year? Uh, it doesn't matter. They're like lost their edge with Brady and Belichick. <laughs> I, I they can, for some reason the the Ravens is not they can win. And, yeah, and, but you just said Belichick gives you problems. That's why I was saying if they're going to play them, maybe he'll still give them problems. Maybe no, but he definitely needs he definitely needs uh, Brady and Belichick. Uh, Cam Newton and, and Belichick not uh, not as effective. <laughs> well, see, I was watching Inside the NFL last night, and they say otherwise. Oh, really? Uh, they say it's all yeah. Belichick. Well. It would certainly believe that way after this one week, but uh, I'm a big Belichick no. guy. He's gonna kill the East again. Buffalo's not that good. They're good. They're not that good. Right. The Jets are awful again, awful. and Miami yep. is awful again. And New England's yep. gonna win the East again. It's ridiculous. Yep. No one. Yep. Cam Newton will implode in. I'd say within four or five you think? weeks. Yeah, I don't. He's an implosion type of player. Hey. Neil's right about that. Well, I they were going to go much. with Stintum anyway. They, they had their, you know, it's like they have another guy if he implodes. We'll see. I don't think so. Um, I mean, Jets. Belichick is good at just keeping things going even when Brady was injured on those rare occasions, you know? Yeah, like yeah. The guy they have in uh, San Francisco. Maybe. Belichick no. is, a, he's a machine. Dave, he, why yes. are the Jets awful? They have a horrible organization and they deserve to be awful. Adam Gase, you don't like them? <laughs> No, I don't. And again, this is what the Jets do. They love getting coaches after somebody's gone one in fifteen every year. And this is what <laughs> yeah. they do. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You their think- judgment in that and all you need to do to see their horrible management choice over the years is watch that YouTube video of, of the compilation of their draft picks over the years. <laughs> and it's so funny when somebody put it together, it's so brilliant. And they're like every year Chris Berman's like what are the Jets thinking? Dan Marino was right there, and they could have had him. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. I mean, some of the drafting, the Giants have died. I mean, the Giants' first round draft pick last year is going to prison. So, oh, he is. Yeah. Oh. But at least the Giants are a very healthy, good organization that wants to win, and pretty much in developed football. Yeah, they they so they're definitely more of Pittsburgh, a hope. Pittsburgh, you know, these are great organizations of people of winners. Yeah, when you're in Central, the Jets P- just P- stink, and they when, don't want to the owners don't care to be in football anyway okay wait i have a different football question now do you want to put your picture in the stands do they do that for football <laughs> more like than in, anything in the whole world <laughs> i knew it i knew I you just were... looked that up on how to do it can you I do mean, it for I, football like you can the nba do they do it for I, the jets and baseball I, I i just looked it up i have to do more research i didn't see anything on it i didn't know what to but i started googling it i uh, want to see your night, face two yeah. nights ago like you got to be the guy that catches the field goal 
sitting when they kick the extra point. Yeah. You got to be. That's where your picture has to be in that end zone. It's got to be in the but you're, first you're right, twenty rows. Probably be better in the NBA because you can see it more clearly. But yeah, I was trying to figure out either that or how to get on the the fan cam that they cut to, you know, in between commercials. I'm, I'm trying to find out. I can get on any of that stuff. <laughs> and do you need that? Like when I'm watching baseball the other night, I'm like, do I need like the fake people? I don't need no. the fake people. Do you need the Yankees don't have it? Ridiculous. Yeah, but they all have it. The Yankees don't have it. Oh, they don't have no. it. No. Lenny oh, okay. and I were talking about the last night. It's ridiculous with the, the piped in noise and all the nonsense. I like the awkwardness. <laughs> so do <laughs> I. I think the piped in noise though is real. I can't. I couldn't hear it through the press box window when I was there on Monday. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I can't really hear. It. I mean, if it's there, I think they do it for TV. I think TV's piping in that noise. So, so, uh, so when you were there, it was just like eerily quiet. It's eerily quiet out there. I wow. think. I think there. I, I don't even think there's an announcer going first down. I mean, we have a press box announcer, and it's and he's still announcing in the press box, and I'm laughing like. Were I the guess. cheerleaders I the, there? I forgot to no, ask. About no, nothing. No, there was some ha- game I was watching where the cheerleaders were like in the end zone. Really? I thought I, I didn't see any cheerleaders in the end zone. I saw them with in the masks? stands or something. But yeah, in the stands, uh, they were in the stands Lenny, dancing. Where do was you that? Hear the umpires uh, say their stuff? No, I don't. Really? Wow. I mean, they'll uh, the the penalties came through. No, no, they, we hear that. I mean, you hear that. We hear that. I mean, oh, you do. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. When they put their microphones on the field, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Say, yeah. We, oh, it's okay. the same thing. It's just no fans. So it's like yeah. uh, I don't think there's much. I sent you. The, did I send you the picture from halftime? There is nobody oh. on the field. It is yeah, nobody it. in the stands. It is weird. It's literally like an empty stadium. They like built if, these massive stadiums, and, and they it's can't weird that they didn't come to me and ask me to perform during halftime. That would have been the perfect gig. Wait, do you guys? If they open the stadiums for NFL, do you guys go? Like, are you like, no way, I'm going. That's like a COVID nightmare. Well, I or do you go? I wouldn't go. No, but my friends probably would. And just put the mask on and go. I think so. I think I. Saw I don't like going to the game anyway. Because it's so gross and disgusting. There, and I like. I prefer watching on TV. I just like the tailgate and drinking. I saw college over the weekend. Whatever colleges that one college had, all fans there. They all had masks. They're doing their little. Che- I mean, they're on top of uh, each other. All these Lee kids. Marakis just texted me today. Said Big Ten is starting October twenty third. Yeah, yeah, they're they're starting. I, I, I guess they feel they made a mistake. And they can see how the other colleges are, you know, mm, doing it. That's Although, irresponsible. It's money, weird money, because, money. you know, you've yeah. heard all these kids who are going back to college. They're all partying and they're all getting COVID. And you can't blame them. Yeah, they're in college. It's a disaster in that sense. Well, but you're I rolling guess, the dice. Yeah, because it just, the dice. well, it prolongs it for everybody else because all the college kids, they don't have a home. So they're all going to come back to their houses. Yep. Not, it's not yep. like they're going to. It's it's just a. It's almost like the worst group is the college kids because right. They, and you're excellent point. And so when they're all coming home for Thanksgiving, we're going to get a second wave of adults. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's going to be. <laughs> it's never going to end. That. It's because yeah. our, it's just never going to end. Now, my other big NFL question is like, do does it affect the the players? Like, do you think like they need the fans to scream and? go crazy or can you just play a regular game like a height they're like high school guys now i think they do need the fans for home field advantage that helps teams because like new orleans yeah. you can't usually hear the calls right when he's when the opposing quarterback yeah, goes seattle. to the line yes seattle big home field advantage but now they don't have that big so it does make a big difference and i think so what about the gambling side of it is it the same same it doesn't mess it up or i don't, yeah, think, I don't so. think that messes up the i same. mean sometimes the only give thing them, that might have met, met um made the gambling weird was because there was no preseason, but that's on the bookies fault. You know, that's their, 
from the making the line. Uh, they but, saw one week. We're gonna they're gonna adjust quick. Oh no no they'll adjust quick. Now I'm saying for week one was your best yeah. bet to yep. you know make any money. <laughs> so your show, Dave, the football zoom show is every Tuesday, right? And at eight thirty. It's on the, crazy. The Comedy Seller Nightly channel. On we ha- when you did the live show, there was like, you know, it looked like everybody was social distanced. Let's just say that. So how many people are coming to the Zoom show? How many Wait, people? What are you saying? I'm saying there was very sparse crowds for the football show at the Comedy Cellar. Oh, I well, listen. <laughs> first of all, that was at 6:30 at night. You know? Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Are you doing but, better uh, online? Well, I saw that there were like 700 views, which is good. Oh, wow. really? That's pretty good. I usually have four. I thought you were saying that you made them socially distance on Zoom, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, that's why I got confused with the question. No, too. the crowd when he like did it. Every live. other Zoom in the Zoom, every other thing. So I was like, "What the fuck?" No, it's they, you know the Comedy Cellar nightly has its. That's why I was happy to be part of that. You know, remember they've been doing this daily, the Comedy Cellar, since right. COVID started. Right. So they have a nightly show at eight thirty. So I just asked Liz, I'm like. Hey, can I take over Tuesdays and do my football show? And she, she was like, please, please, please I, I can't book it every day anymore. It's driving me crazy. Wait, so yeah. I, I have one more question because you're here. All these commercials on the TV, uh, DraftKings, the whatever, the bookie ones on, is that, can you gamble online in New York? No, not in New York. I, I go to New Jersey and do it now. So why do they all show them on Wait, the New York mean, broadcast? You're, you're why are they showing those commercials all the time? It's New Jersey as well. They get the same broadcast. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, you're from Pittsburgh, so you don't know how it is. But Lenny and I, when we grew up here, you know, all the commercials are for New York. And it was very rare. I mean, Long Island had all their, you know, the Manny Mo and Jack commercials and stuff that I used to see in New Jersey. It was all combined, right? Uh, so they're advertising for New Jersey then to do those draft. Yeah, those... they just advertise in one location and uh, it goes to Long Island, Jersey. How does that work? It, you're doing it. it on the app, right? So the app doesn't even work if you're not. Yeah, it's a well, I thought I, I might have told you what happened when I when I first got the app. I got a fake GPS, Oh, uh, so, uh, yeah, you yeah. know, thing for my app. <laughs> Did so that I work? Campbell in New York <laughs> and the app worked perfectly. I mean, the, the GPS thing worked perfect. And I'm like, damn it, it's still not, you know, it's showing that I'm in Edison, New Jersey, but it still won't log on this, uh, you know, the, I've used FanDuel. And so then I was in Jersey one day at my sister's and it was still not logging. And so I called them. I'm like, hey, jerk offs, I'm in New Jersey. Why isn't it working? And they're like, you have to take that fake app off your phone. And I'm like, how could you? But you could. <laughs> they knew right away I got suspended and then I had to write a letter to the president of FanDuel and tell him I won't do it again. These guys should be running our national security. <laughs> and I said, I promise I won't do it again. Oh, shit. That's so awesome. when I log in in New York or put money in the account, it you know, will obviously let me do that. And then but what? It, you got to no, go. It says the... checking your location, verifying your location. Uh... So many times last year, I would take the the boat to Hoboken. The ferry, oh my God. and uh, just get off the boat and gamble there, and then go back. <laughs> That's all. You just have to be physically in New Jersey, oh and it God. knows. It knows. That's amazing. <laughs> it's like the yeah. the thing on the field. Actually, really quick, I got to wrap this up. Um, the thing on, on the people, the sh- players now have this thing in the shoulder pads that tells you you're on the field. So I can wow. tell who's on the field playing. 
on my computer oh, up in the Oh, that's got to be so much easier for you. Oh, for player part- all these years for player participation. Like it's yeah. Was that guy even on the? Was that guy's number? If we play the Ravens, it'll be unbelievable because their numbers are so funky. The way they draw them on their uniforms oh, that you wow. can't tell seventy eight or seventy nine. So it's like okay, um, seventy nine was on the field. I can see it. It's it's uh it's very oh, it's going to be make very your helpful. life so much easier. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Okay. The fourth corner we have today is a quiz. I can't tell Neil what it is. I'm going to put him in the soundproof proof booth. <laughs> Neil, go into uh, Birdie's room if you would. Okay. And, oh, for real? Uh, yeah, yeah. Neil goes in the booth, so we give you the quiz, and then we see if Neil can beat you. Love it. So uh, head to the back, Neil. We'll wait till Neil gets to the back and close the door if you, you would. Sure, you want to put him in the same room with your kid? <laughs> <laughs> well, Bertie's not there. Well, you know cool. what a troublemaker Neil is. Yeah. Okay. So hold on. Let me make sure Neil's in the back. Okay. Neil is away. Um, this is going to be '80s movies. Oh yes. Okay. Ready. Oh, this is so easy. I give you the movie. Cobra Kai. I give you the movie. You give me the lead <laughs> actor. Okay. Okay. The actor's name. That's all you got to do. These are very easy. I'm going to see who can do this. Um, there's always one which catches Neil. But uh, maybe we'll tie. Who knows? I don't know. Here we go. 80s movies. I give you the movie. You give me the actor. Karate Kid. Ralph Macchio. Yes. Footloose. Kevin Bacon. Mystic Pizza. Julie Roberts. Better Off Dead. John Cusack. Baby Boom. Diane Keaton. Full Metal Jacket. Matthew Modine. Blue Velvet. Dennis Hopper? Ooh, no, he no, wasn't the lead. Laura Dern? No, he wasn't the lead. Wait, oh, uh, Isabella no, Rosalini? He wasn't the lead. <laughs> she wasn't the lead. Yeah, I know. Who the, oh, Kyle McLaughlin? Yes, I'll give it to you. Mm, Platoon. Uh, Charlie Sheen. Yep. Can't Buy Me Love. Patrick Dempsey. Yep. Blade Runner. Harrison Ford. Oh, my God. Flashdance. Jennifer Beals. Yes. Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, the Chinese guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Carradine. Yeah. Robert Carradine? Yes. Repo Man. Mary Westervez. Yes. After Hours. Griffin Dunn. And To Live and Die in L.A. Uh, the, the guy, the villain from Spider-Man. William Defoe. Uh, oh, no. That no? Was, oh, oh, wait. Um, William Patterson? No, Peterson? Yes. Damn it. <laughs> I'm going to give right. you, I'm going to give you, I will give it to you if Neil. I was able to get them after a while. I think Blue Velvet definitely threw me off. It's funny. I was thinking of Dennis Hopper today and I that was, could not remember who the lead was. Oh man, that was fantastic. I'm not going to tell Neil what you got. Okay. Do I get credit for the ones I got later? Yes. Oh, I'm giving so you, I got everyone right. Yes. Technically, I'm giving you I all of them. Right. I'm giving you all of them. So, Thank you. all right, hold on a second. Neil. All right, we'll see if Neil, there's no, I, 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 I won't tell, that's good, say nothing. This is going to be difficult for me, you know, not talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here he comes. I won't show him my expression. All right. So, <laughs> Neil, I'm not going to tell you what Dave got. Okay. Okay, because it's, you, you got to do well, though. Okay. Okay. So, this is uh, 80s movies. Uh-oh. I'm going to give you the movie. You just got to give me the lead actor. That's all you got to do. Okay. Okay. It's pretty easy. Okay. I think. I mean, it's fair. Okay. All right. But you got to know your stuff. All right. 82. Karate Kid. Oh, Ralph Macchio. Yep. Footloose. 
Kevin Bacon. Yes. Mystic Pizza. Uh, well, I mean, it's a bunch of... I guess Julie Roberts is famous for that. Yep. Better Off Dead. Better Off Dead. Uh, that's not to be confused with the one where the guy they carry the dead guy around all the time. So I'm going to go uh, Dr. Dreamy. No? Who? Dr. Dreamy from... He's talking about Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. Is that right? Uh, no. Shit. Cusack? John Cusack? Yep. Shit. Baby Boom. Uh, John Travolta. No. Oh, shit. That's the one where the babies talk. That's what I thought. That baby Boom is di- Baby Boom, Diane Keaton. All right. I'll get, should we give it to Woo! him, Dave? Absolutely. I'll yeah, give it to I, him. I, Full yeah. Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket is, uh, well, Stanley Kubrick. Great film. And then... Uh, uh, why can't I not think of his name? I know oh, him. He's in everything. Shit. Oh, my God. How could I not? Uh, pass. All right. I'll come back to it. Do you see how I threw in a little set 80s uh, game show <laughs> reference with pass? Yeah. Blue Velvet. Oh, shit. Kyle, what his name is? Kyle McLaughlin. McGlock- yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. Nice. That was a tough one. Platoon. Uh. Well, William Defoe or come on the lead. He's on the poster. The lead, uh, Martin. No, Charlie Sheen. Yes, <laughs> there you go. Can't buy me love. Patrick Dempsey. There you Woo! go. <laughs> I knew. I knew it was one of them. Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Harrison Ford. Yep. Flash Dance. Flash Dance is uh, Jennifer Beale. Oh wow! I didn't think that was happening. Oh, that was my movie. That was my movie. <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> All right, takes place in Pittsburgh, right? It was the first letter I wrote to a girl. Dear Jennifer, I'm only a, I'm only in high school, but we clearly love each other. <laughs> I read that in the penthouse form. Yeah, that's where I got. That's where I copied one of those letters. Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds. Oh my God, there's so many good people in that. But the guy from that went on to star in ER. But of course, I don't know his name. He's the second lead. Oh, he's the second lead. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you talking about? Uh, He's not the lead of Revenge of the Nerds. Mm, he's the second lead. Oh, you're talking about his friend with the glasses? <laughs> Shit. They all have glasses. They're nerds. And then the guy from Happy Day. <laughs> the guy from Happy Days was the football guy. Yeah. And then the big chunky guy was the football guy. Yeah. And then LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton. <laughs> 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 he was in it. He threw the javelin. Oh, he that, that, that no, te- he wasn't in that. Oh, shit. That wasn't like LeVar Burton. Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking of Lamar. 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 Yeah, Lamar. Yeah, that's right. Jesus that's Christ. Right. Everybody clap your hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Who was it? All right, that was Robert Carradine. Oh, shit. I would have never got that. Repo Man. Repo Man. Emilio Estevez. Yes. After Hours. I love that I never movie. understand why he wasn't a sheen. Uh, which one? After Hours. Oh, I do... A- I do love it. Damn it. I'm not going to be able to get it. And I read this guy's name every day. Uh, shit. This is my problem. I just go blank and I know him. I know him. Griffith Dunn. Griffin Dunn. Griffin Dunn. I'll give it to you. Yeah. All right. So I w- To Live and Die in L.A. It's the last one. Oh, To Live and Die in L.A. Now, that was supposed to be a really great movie. It, was, it, was it wasn't kind, bad. It was kind of Madonna. Madonna. No. What? Shit. No, not no, not a live and die in L.A. is the the shit. It's a, the blonde hair guy. Yeah, he was in Blade Runner too, right? Mm, was he Dave? I don't think so. Kind of the mean guy, the blonde hair guy. I don't know. I can't think of his name. William L. Peterson. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that, but I knew he's a blonde hair guy. <laughs> All right, so 
I'm going to want to go back to Full Metal Jacket. No, I can't think of his name. Matthew Modine. Yeah, I know it. People used to say I look like him, and I can't even get you him. You look like Matthew Modine? Maybe I got something set in uh, there. I don't think so. No, I never uh. thought I did. I, that was my best one I got. I got that, and I always got Spock, and that was always depressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember I was Nimoy? waiting. I remember I was so excited because I was like, like a, I was waiting tables, and they're like, they always think you're an actor, and they're like, oh my god, has anyone told you, you look like Matthew Modine? I was like, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'll take that any day. And I was so excited, and like a week later, someone goes, has anyone told you you look like Spock? And I'm like, Spock. And then and then Spock came up like again, and I got two Spocks and one Matthew Modine. I get either Rick Moranis <laughs> or. <laughs> <laughs> or or uh, Josh Molina. Punishing. With yeah. the, I don't even want to know anymore. I was like, no, I don't uh, want to know. Yeah, please don't tell me what I look like anymore. <laughs> jo- yeah, oof. <laughs> My wife just went, oof. <laughs> well, the winner today. Did. Why is Gina leaving the apartment right now with bags? <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you get, Jessica? Oh, I get Paul Giamatti. It's awful. <laughs> Paul Giamatti. That's not bad. He's doing a car. You're doing a car commercial now. Well, the, the worst part is I was fooling around with this girl just a couple of years ago and she goes you look like paul giamatti i'm like what you know and, and she goes no 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 it's okay he's he's italian oh, like she, she just was so glad that she didn't you know that i looked like somebody who's italian and not jewish uh, i mean paul giamatti on sideways is doable that's not bad no that's <laughs> awful well Please. the winner of the 80s quiz oh, for the day is dave be. Juskow. Who went 15 for 15? Yeah, I bet he did. No, Damn he's it. I was never. Uh, you got the blue velvet one right away. I stumbled. It took me three tries. Oh, gosh. Uh, that one. Small I victory it, for Neil on that one. Small victory. That one, and I said Willem Dafoe at first for Live and Die in L.A., but then I got William Peters. Uh, well, good job. Well, uh, congratulations. Dave congratulations, Dave. You deserve um, that win. The, the way we end the show every week is one good thing or one bad thing of the week. Uh, it could be one or the other or both. Sounds like it's all good for Dave right now. Neil, yeah. you go first. One well, good thing. I mean, mine is clearly I went to the Met and I, I it was really fun. I mean, I wore a mask and I had a good experience. I felt it was safe. I saw the paintings. Nobody is literally in this museum. They're only like comes. 20%. Dave, Neil thinks he can steal a painting out of a. I do gallery. admit a pandemic. This was a time to steal the painting. It was empty. Sometimes you're in rooms by yourself, especially the sculptures. Neil, please. (laughs) If anyone could steal a painting, it would be me. (laughs) No, I have a new... My my mind works that way. You're too polite a person. No, no. no, I was going to... He is not. I have the perfect system, and it's not a nice system, so I'll say it anyways because (laughs) Bethel's mom probably won't know it, but she's the perfect age. She's older. Okay. She's like in her high 80s. And she's the perfect thing to put the Rodan into her bag. And then, just, and then she walks out and she's clearly like, what? Huh? <laughs> oh, she is a good actress. And you so. slip bags. And she doesn't know if she did it or not, but that's the way to do it. No, but you just let her. As soon as she take, takes it off the wall, alarms are going to go off. I yeah, understand. I think, I, she can get out, I think she can get out the door and then she, if they catch her, it's not a big deal. No one's going to It takes her 20 her. minutes to get out the door. I've seen her walk. No, and I'll even say... <laughs> Yeah, but she, that's, that's what I'm saying. But I'll even sell her out like, no, she does this all the time. I'm sorry, everybody. But if she makes it out, we're home free. I mean, it, it's as simple. Where are you going to fence a Rodan? 
I'm not. I'm gonna. Oh, hello, keep it. I have a Rodan. You're gonna eBay that? I mean, I don't <laughs> no, get this. No, you guys don't so understand. Stupid. If I woke up every morning and I looked at a real Van Gogh on my wall, everything would be okay. It's always there. <laughs> ah, I, I see. You can't take that away from me. I suppose there's something to that. The cleaning lady put <laughs> a hole you. in it. I oh. knew I'd get you on that one. <laughs> no, right. anyways, the Met was an amazing experience. The roof thing, the roof sculpture thing on the rooftop, is it, it got me again. It always gets me. And it felt like there was a moment where the world felt okay. Uh, how's That's that? Good. That's beautiful. There you go. It is kind of beautiful. I'll take that for the week. Uh, Dave, one good thing or one bad thing of the week? Uh, I was. Re- it was just really wonderful. My cleaning lady finally came back on Thursday. Uh-huh. And uh, she not only did she give birth during COVID, but she <laughs> contracted COVID oh, God, and oh then God. got over it and then got the flu. So and, she's uh, got it all out of her system. Oh, and she got feel- it all out of her system and then came back and cleaned up what was an absolute mess because nobody was here for six months. Oh, boy. And I think I'm in love with her. <laughs> but you're not you're not the kind of person that cleans up before the maid comes. I am. I, I knew am, it. But this time I gave up. I just couldn't. I clean it, up so before the housekeeper comes. I always clean up. You got to take stuff off the floor so they can do stuff. Yeah, my mother has taught me that for years. And yeah. the funny thing is, even though when I didn't have money, uh, you know, my people were like, why do you still have a cleaning lady? You can't afford it. My mother would be like, no, no, no. He has to have a cleaning lady. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wait, are, are you... plastic surgery, there's always money for in our family. Uh, are you guys getting flu shots? What do you mean? Absolutely not. No, are you getting a flu? Of course, devil. you got to get a flu shot. I'm supposed to get a flu shot tomorrow. I think it's a mistake. I think everybody I know that's ever gotten the flu shot catches a very bad strain of the flu. No, I get it every year, and it's been very. So you're, I am not going to get it. I, I've never gotten a flu shot, but I'm getting it. I made a reservation at CVS tomorrow to get a flu shot. Good for you. I'm Why CVS? You don't you have a doctor? It's just right next to my house. I thought it was free. Is, is that? Am I getting the bad flu shot at CVS? No, it's like my joke. Like, why? They, what if something goes wrong? You die in a CVS. I know. I that's what, that. But so you think I should get a flu? shot? Shot. Yes, you should. But totally Dave get a says shot. no, no flu shot. Don't. Are you serious? This guy bleached his own mask, almost killed himself. <laughs> yep, he's got you there. Don't, don't listen to him. <laughs> All right, my one good thing, one bad thing of the week. My good thing is, um, I don't even have a bad thing. I wired the house. I couldn't take it anymore. The apartment is like oh, weirdly yes. constructed. That we had Wi-Fi going through the house, and I was trying to hook TVs up to the Wi-Fi, and I was trying to hook. Uh, the computer up to the Wi-Fi and everything was why and it, nothing ever worked perfectly. And Zoom calls, Neil will tell you, I'm, I got thrown off the of Zoom a couple uh, of times. Some critical Zoom meetings almost cost I, me my career. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then I so I finally couldn't take it. I had the, I had like three Verizon guys in here and and uh, and they finally wired the place and everything is working fabulously. So believe it or not, thank you Verizon for charging me an arm and leg every single stinking month. But yeah, it's important though. And do you, I don't know if you use, I use a desktop computer when going on Zoom and I have it directly plugged into the wall. Like yeah, I don't you, use the you Wi-Fi have to. for it. You have, that's what I was exactly. doing. I was using the Wi-Fi to my desktop yeah, no, and you can't does do not it. Work. It you doesn't can't rely work. on it. I can't. Smart. That's right. You can't rely on it. And I went through this for a year, and I tried to up. I upgraded all those boxes, and I upgraded to the best. It didn't work. But I plugged in, and, and it and was even remember, worse. Remember, we're in it for the long run, so that's right. you, you, it's very that money well spent. But yeah. doesn't it freeze up when it's plugged in too? Mine freezes up when it's plugged in. Not not, not nearly as much. Not if you put it right the ethernet. The ethernet. Okay. Yeah, you go right to it. Got to so. plug it right in. That's it. So I recommend just wire it, man. Wire is oh. still always the best. I don't care. Wireless just drives. I mean, phone right. calls are still cutting off. I'm surprised we made through this podcast, but we did. Dave must have. See, Dave's wired correctly. Yeah, it's, you're right, though. You're on a roll. Serious. No, oh, he's, yeah. a, he's on a pandemic roll. Oh, yeah. Dave's on fire. 
<laughs> Dave Juskow, if you want to talk to him or see him, like he's all over the place. Like you could see him on tour with Gaffigan. You could see him uh, on YouTube every Tuesday doing the Comedy Cellar football show. You can uh, go to Twitter and at Dave Juskow, Instagram at Dave Juskow. Dave, I'm sure you have another. What's your podcast again? It's called The Nightfly. Yep. And, and it's on Spotify and all your favorite streaming apps. And DaveJustGout.com. Dave, thank you so much for yeah, having thank Thanks to Lenny for DaveJustGout.com. That's right. I hope Dave <laughs> put that together. And he's uh, he's he's rolling, man. Yeah. He's the, I'm one glad guy, you came by. It was fun talking, catching he's up. He's the one guy who doesn't want this little nightmare to end. <laughs> nope, I do not. Don't wear a mask, everybody. Don't wear a mask. <laughs> Don't wear a mask. Spread the germs. No, guys, thank you so much. I love doing your podcast. All it's so right. much fun. I'm sorry if I talk so much. I can't help No, we love it. We're ready for you to come back again. All right. We'll see everybody next week. Thank you. Bye. Put some gravy on it. Four Corners Podcast was created, hosted, produced, and engineered by me, Lenny Marcus. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Last Button Podcast.